I always played my burls in the sideways seven. And am I making that name up, or is that what everybody calls it, where you swipe down and then you snatch your pinky back? Yeah. The yeah, I don't. Seven. Why is it? Why is it the sideways seven? What? Are, it, what's the other? The well, the reason I think of that is because it's like if the tip of the pinky were marked, the the line would go straight down and then kind of curve back. And if you were to turn that shape yeah. sideways, right, then you got a seven. But um, right. it, I was a, I was a probably twelve plus years playing bagpipes before I saw somebody doing the double tap. Oh, I can't even do it. Have you seen that before? Right. A double tap for a burl? Yep. We well, we've seen it all. So we've yeah, seen I'm sure a double you have. tap for a burl. Uh, my dad, uh, my dad did the side to side. Yeah, so, side to side, uh, right? So uh, he, my dad did the uh, downward swipe, and then you just swipe back up. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And um, I, and then I've also seen, believe it or not, I've also seen at a very high level swipe up, and then swipe down. That fascinates me. That's that's the one that to me feels like there's a lot of prep work. You know, in terms of like, if you're already playing a tune and you know a burl's coming up, you got to get that pinky down there to get ready for the burl. Um, yeah, uh, and then we've all then we've also seen the tap drag. So uh, in my mind, oh, Alan Bevan is hmm. uh, Alan Bevan is famous for the tap drag. Like, he's really, I'm sure there are others, but mm -hmm. I've you know he's the only person I've seen just like have a clearly amazing tap drag. You know, uh, there must be others out there, but I I can't think of them off the top of my head. So yeah. the short answer, the, for those who just want to turn off this podcast and move on with their day, the short answer is, uh, yeah, you should play the seven. That's the good one. the short huh? answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes me feel good because um, I ain't changing my ways, man. <laughs> uh, so, you know, and it's, it's reminiscent of our discussion uh, a week or two ago where we were talking about posture. You know, uh, if you can score 40 points a night, you can be 5'2 and play in the NBA. Yeah, do you what know. you want. Uh, exactly. And so if you have an amazing tap drag burl, uh, do you need to change it? Eh, I don't know. Uh, and then, you know, same goes with all those other ones. Like I said, I mean, uh, I think that I've seen people play at a really high level with all sorts of different kinds of burls. But uh, in my experience, the seven is the way to go. Mm -hmm. you, know, uh, you know, nine out of ten top bagpipers uh, play the seven. And I think there's a couple of reasons why. So for those who are still with us, yeah, uh, ha now haven't either tuned why. out, yeah. like maybe they've tuned out because they confirm their burl is the best or because they're mad because I'm talking <laughs> bad yeah. about their burl. Uh, either way, um, I think that, you know, I think the reason the seven is the best uh, is that it's the most, it's the most ergonomical. Yeah. Right. And it's the most, um, uh, you know, and it's the most, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like sort of flexible and you can use it in multiple scenarios, but basically we need that burl to happen very quickly. And then we need our hands to be able to get back to work really, really quickly. That's how we're going to play, you know, uh, those really quick, you know, banjo break, break down hornpipes uh, and Mason's aprons. And like, we, we need things to go very, very quickly. So the seven is the way to go with all burls though, you know, uh, I, and I think where the double tap comes from. Okay. I think where the double tap and the tap drag, where those come from is uh, th that th you take the lateral movement out, right? Because sure, as soon yeah. as we introduce that lateral movement of the pinky, we get the risk of our other fingers 
going lateral to join that pinky finger. And it's actually, I don't know if you've ever looked at it. Like if you look at the anatomy of your hand, your pinky is actually attached to your, uh, to your ring finger, like way up here. Uh, and they're like shockingly sort of, they're shockingly sort of, uh, connected and it's, you know, it, it makes that, uh, this finger in particular want to go along for the ride. And then with me, especially as I've gotten older, uh, the uh, the retraction part of the seven uh, causes this finger to want to do some weird things sometimes, oh, too. Oh, interesting. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, it's very interesting. Fun fact. There are only two things that we do on the bagpipes that require lateral movement at all, right? Um, and everything else is just up and down uh, pre- lifting and pressing movements. Uh, but the burl is really the only movement that requires uh, lateral motion of a finger. So oh, that's part of the reason, too. It's like we just don't specialize in that. Right. Uh, and that's part of the reason the burl is so difficult. Can you name the other movement that uses lateral I'm gonna, uh, motion? I'm going to put in my put all my money. All my chips are on the high A doubling or tap. Yep, the high A. So high A strikes or taps or even triplings, right? We're very similar to a burl just on the thumb. We'll use the lateral motion of the thumb. Right. right. We can go up and down, and we will use that. But you know the interesting thing about the thumb that is really, really not true about the pinky? It's it, like, you know, and you, you heard all about it in evolutionary biology class. You know, It's opposable. That thumb <laughs> is opposable. That's sort of like designed specifically to be able to move in multiple directions. And yeah. like the pinky is decidedly not. It's so not. really That's, designed to do that at all. The pinky's the finger that evolution forgot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Or, or, or maybe it just kind of like added it in, but did, it hasn't really finished evolving yet or something. Yet. It's, it's half baked. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. Half baked. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So it's really kind of wild to think about. It's sort of a, definitely our sort of least effective finger, but we need to use it for this really intricate burl work. So, so the seven is the way to go. And then, you know, and then the seven, um, Jack Lee always taught. Just by the way, for those wondering about the seven, like he would always teach it like you want to start by touching your pinky to your ring finger like this, right? So in, instead of being on the hole, you're going you're gonna to start it up here. And by the way, I, I just think this is probably a good way to go. There's probably other ways of teaching this. Uh, but uh, you I'll know, do whatever you, Jack you Lee t- says. Yeah, you want to touch your pinky up here to the ring finger, then you're going to slide to the bottom of the hole and then retract the finger underneath. Right. And you got that one, two, one, two. And then of course, you know, you got to watch out for all the pitfalls. Like you got to make sure you have that clean low a sound. Um, And then the other thing, and then the other thing, which is really hard to pull off with a tap drag uh, is you need the low G sounds to be truly grace notes and not actually low G. So we, we want to watch out for See how like see how much the low G sound kind of dominates. We really want we really want those low G's to sound like taps. Yeah. And it's very difficult to do that um, with a tap drag, in my experience. Uh, yeah. And then some uh, every now and then you find somebody that can pull it off really well, but boy, that seems like uh, that seems like a tall order. Where this the seven is not easy either, but you know uh, it tends to be. It tends to be the most, uh, you know, flexible, most ergonomically, ergonomically reasonable uh, uh, way to pull it off. Yeah, makes sense. 
Um, one of my favorite things about this so far, Andrew, has been uh, watching you bust out really good, really bad examples. That was a, yes. that was a, that was a good bad burl right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, um, you know, I used to have like this amazing burl. And then, you know, uh, I think I had a couple of hand injuries. And also, I just think with age. So my burl is not as consistent as it used to be. Um, it's something I'm, you know, a little bit insecure about in my own playing. However, uh, you know, there's really no other, there's really no other way to do it. Yeah. I haven't really considered switching types, you know, where I, I think that you'll see most people that play the other types of burls, it would be fun to do a survey because mm. you would find that all of them have considered switching to the seven. It's just one of those things that where once it's in your muscle memory, man, it's going to be a tough one to switch. Yeah, for sure. I'm having fun um, now imagining too the the uh, the humans of maybe uh, 150,000 years from now, um, probably on another planet, uh, still playing bagpipes, of course, with their course. fully developed second opposable digit, you know. Yes. And being able to just 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 bust out some killer burls, it's going to be great. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I've I've seen people play, uh, or I've seen Stuart dabble with playing a burl on B. Uh, Stuart Little, I've seen him dabble with that a little yeah. bit. And it's like, you know, uh, and then that one really kind of has to go side to side because you really can't, yeah. you really can't drag that, you really can't drag your ring finger, but that one kind of goes side to side, I think. I don't know. It'd be interesting uh, to see that again, but um, yeah, it's really kind of interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah, burls. Yeah, burls are an interesting thing. I really recommend that people just go with the seven, uh, learn it, get it good, but then also... It's one of those movements, right? It represents, uh, it's not part of the meat and potatoes of mm. bagpipe technique. So it's just one of those auxiliary things that we have to get kind of decent at um, and, and just, yeah, be patient with it, work on it. And then yeah. that's, all I, that's all I've got on that topic. Um, and not, nothing super, nothing super mind-blowing. Hey, everybody. Andrew Douglas here from the Piper's Dojo, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening to today's iteration of the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, it would be super helpful to us and to a lot of bagpipers out there trying to find us. If you could give us a top-notch review on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, particularly Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and things like that, your review would be really, really helpful. So if you have a moment today, definitely go over there and help us out. Other than that, until we meet again on the podcast or somewhere else, thanks again for listening.